0: Shout out, fucking
1: Matildas! Really, that's how we're going to start. That's straight Can into, we ease it? into it. Why? Can we? Because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. going. Okay, I'll go. I'll go because I
0: want to talk okay. about it off the bat. You just go.
1: Welcome wow. to the episode. Welcome, welcome, to, the the episode. welcome the to the Patreon, podcast. Join the Patreon.
0: Join the Join the Facebook group. Yada 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 yada. Right? Holy cunt! What a fucking game! Now look, yes, the Matildas lost three points to one but when I say Sam Kerr's goal was one of the best sporting moments in Australian history I'm gonna say it by top three bro I swear that I've seen you know what I mean I didn't even see Kathy run the 400 you know what I mean great achievement I'm sure it was huge but like bro the way so Sam Kerr runs and I was like cunt there's someone inside you because I haven't seen look everyone talks about Sam Kerr the goat right and I'm sure she's great. Now I know she's great. But I haven't seen an awful lot of her play. And I was like, okay, let's kind of see what she does. And then I was like, really? How can she be the GOAT if she's literally taking on two defenders when there's someone open inside her? And she literally shut me the fuck up, bro. I couldn't believe she kicked that. Like, that's not normal. Like, that is, that's like the, 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 the game's soccer, right? That's not meant to happen. Football. Football, whatever you want to fucking call it. That's not meant to happen. You're not meant to score like that. That's like in G- GTA when you go left, right, upright, circle, square, r one R1, R1, and a helicopter falls from the sky. <laughs> Just a cheat code. It was fucking unbelievable, cunt. And so were the Matildas. Look, they didn't play their best game. I think they would agree with that. But holy shit, what a World Cup. The fact they made the semi final is off its fucking head. They broke the viewing record for the biggest event I'm pretty sure watching Australian history the biggest
1: television broadcasted thing ever. Ever.
0: It's fucking nuts and what it's going to do for women's sport. And you know what I loved before the game, right? I went and got my hair cut and like a few other social interactions I had. Everyone would say, "Oh, are you watching the game tonight." That's all they would say. And you'd instantly know like, "Yeah, I'm watching the game." You know, what everyone mm. was referring to it as the game, not, "Oh, are you watching the women's world cup tonight?" or "You watching the
1: Matilda? Tonight? i was like, "No, you're watching the game." Cunt. That's sick. Yeah. I, I reckon that was cool. Um okay I guess I'll go. Um I I hope everyone lives a really amazing life. I really do. I I'm never one of those people that can wish any sort of ill upon someone because you know I just I don't like that thought. But I hope uh that last night in particular. I hope that that referee I hope that both her pillows were warm. <laughs> I hope she tossed and turned. I hope she had a terrible night. I hope she got in bed and went I did that because there was a few things I saw that was maybe some of the worst refereeing I've ever seen in my entire life. And um, look, good on you for getting there. You know, it was a big game on the stage. You know, you're refereeing the biggest game of of women's football ever. Yeah. And you fucked it up. (laughs) So that'll be on your record forever. And, um, you know, uh, fuck you fuck you I don't you. think
0: we can blame the re- look I'm not saying she had a great game I don't think she did too well but I don't think we can blame the ref No for I will one-less. I will blame the ref I don't um, think we can do that I
1: will blame the ref because it was it was embarrassing the decisions made um it was it was it was it was the worst refereeing I've ever seen ever blatant fouls right in front of her Yeah that's she true there were some Sam Kerr copped a lot. Cards should she have been given. She didn't give any cards. The time-wasting was extreme. Time-wasting was extreme. England, congratulations no, on... F- no, fuck No, that. let me finish my sentence. England, congratulations on scraping a disgusting win. You played like... You played like little grubby fucking rats underneath a church, nibbling away at corpses. That's what you did. And congratulations, you needed that. To, to win because we have guess what we have we have heart we have passion we've got love and we've got an amazing team you don't
0: we also have the women's netball world cup which we beat them in the final
1: yep. and the ashes
0: so suck on my big fat hairy soggy balls
1: yeah. yeah so enjoy losing 6-0 to Spain in the final minimum minimum and you know what else minimum. I want you to enjoy you know what I really want you to enjoy after you get spanked and lose enjoy the flight home Thirty-hour flight. Have fucking fun. Squished up there. Oh, I hope you're in economy. Well, let's be real. Women's sport doesn't have the funding to go anywhere else. You're in they, fucking economy. Bro,
0: if they won the World Cup, they would be getting on a private fucking jet home. Now, you listen. Fucking hope so. This episode's going to be out after the final, so we could be eating our words right now. <laughs> and if we're wrong, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you, still England. You cunts. Yeah. Thank you. I Seriously, like you fucking. Queen left here because
1: you fucking were a shit country and... Your queen is Your- fucking dead, you <laughs> stupid fucking idiots anyway. She's not even fucking alive, cunt. Who the fuck are you singing to? The king? He looks like a fucking derry.
0: <laughs> that cunt looks like when I sit in a bath for five hours except yeah, his cunt. whole body,
1: just a prune. Literally. He so- looks like when fucking aunt- the aunt from fucking Harry Potter starts to blow up, you know, a couple seconds into that. So, in fucking joy, that cunt. Yeah. And look... Enjoy a fucking weird Yorkshire pudding up. What the fuck is that? As if that's what you look forward to. A Sunday Yorkshire... Fuck off. Fuck off. Or go to the beach and have a swim. Oh, wait. It's grey and muggy and you've got rocks instead of sand. Yeah. Now, listen. Eat my balls. A lot of
0: people... A few talks about a few potential errors from our behalf of the Matildas, right? The second goal England scored was just an error from our end. A few people saying Sam Kerr had the chance to pop what is considered a... Easy-ish goal in soccer. Listen, can't Shut the fuck up. Don't fucking point fingers. Right? You can point they that finger back up your own so dick. So fucking good. There no like not one of them should be copying any backlash. Right. No like, notes. No notes from Nothing me. at all. So get them let's on the celebrate. We're on the semi-fucking final. Get them on the fu- bro, put them on the hunt.
1: Create a $200 bill. Create a $200 bill. I was just about to
0: create say Create a $200 bill and put Sam fucking Kerr on it. Put the whole team on there. Throw fucking Rasso on there. Throw fucking... Haley Carpenter. Throw Carpenter on there. Bit of Rasso. Arnold, Arnold's on there.
1: Oh, Arnold's the whole one. Arnold's, Arnold's got her own one. $500 bill. Arnold's got her own bill. So Fuck, just put them on. Make a statue, do something, show them. And also, I'm going to say this. A lot of my friends that don't like football got really into it. So I think now is the time where we actually push on and it's not just like, all right, next world cup. It's not next world cup. We've got the fucking third place game that everyone needs to get around. Yeah, And then after that, that. and then after that, like let's fucking support the Matildas in a fucking, you know what I mean? Like in the next comp, it'll be like the Asian comp or whatever it is, even a friendly, like let's just fucking rock up for the girls.
0: Yeah, let's do it. But I don't think, I don't know if it's going to help like soccer in Australia as such. In regards to like the A League and stuff,
1: oh fuck the like A League, like A League men's
0: and women's, you know what I mean? Like the international game is huge now, but uh, it's still shit quality. The A League and the A League women's, yeah, I believe.
1: but you know we can support. Like it's so fun. Like everyone's acting like that was a bit like that happens all the time. If like that is just a game of football. Like I, I think that's the thing that I don't think people realise is like. That level of excitement, it's like, yes, we we're in the semis and that adds to it. No, but like,
0: that, 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 that level of excitement, you can't compare to a normal game of football. Yes, you can. You no, get
1: you that. Cannot. If you really support a team, yeah, I'm, what I'm saying is if you really support a team and you love a team, that level of excitement is the same.
0: Yeah, but the situation, bro, it's the World Cup. It's a semi-final. We've never been there. It's on home
1: fucking soil. It was like a fairy tale. I know. And, and I, we, did I, 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 we, I, we did better
0: than we ever could have written.
1: I'm so... So depressed. You know what? I don't know if I'd be sadder if we'd won the World Cup and now it's over and all those moments that we've now... I'm devastated that the World Cup's over. That was, for me, probably like my favourite sporting thing. I put that higher than when Leckie scored against Denmark to take men out of the group stage. Fuck, that's a fucking little drop in the fucking ocean to what this fucking Women's World Cup was. I had so much fun.
0: It was mad. It was sick.
1: And honestly, my sporting life has peaked. Like, I really don't think... Like, that penalty shootout, bruh, Oh, I didn't think it could get better. And I genuinely think that Kerr goal was better. That Kerr goal was fucked. That <laughs> was so Like, it,
0: it actually baffles me. Like, I woke up this morning and I was like, oh my god, is, did that happen? Bro. Did she do that? Like, no wonder you're on the fucking cover of FIFA, Sam Kerr. Like, no wonder. Oh anyway. Oh my
1: god. So, I'm giving these ones. Let's work into the mic. Um, moving on yeah. to the episode. Uh, we're trying a themed episode. So last time we spoke about relationships, dating, yeah, love, all that sort of stuff. Boy. So I want to move into career.
0: Mm-hmm. I just
1: think that could be quite an interesting thing to discuss. Um, and yeah, I just, you know, let us know what you think of these themed episodes, you know, just cause sometimes we're all over the place. We're doing fun sort of, uh, segments and stuff, but I think, this could be fun. So in the Facebook group, let us know what you think. But Pat, I'm gonna start with you. I'm gonna throw okay. you over the question. So what's the theme? The theme's careers. So like, okay. you know, okay. having you know, having a career, whatever that sort of thing is. Yep. Um, my first question to you is when you can were Can you a sorry, kid, can
0: you just ease into this because I don't know what's coming. We haven't prepped any of this. So just don't don't throw me in the deep end off the fucking
1: bat. No, I'm not, I'm not. When you were a kid, yeah, do you remember what you wanted to be? Like, what's the first time you were like, I want to do that for a job? Like, do you remember uh, a certain wanted, time?
0: Yeah, I wanted to work at Bunnings Warehouse.
1: No way. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I really wanted to work at Bunnings what Warehouse. Age? Oh, probably like eight-ish. Really? Yeah.
1: Yep. Wow. Why? <laughs>
0: because, um. so when I was a kid, I would go to the shops with my mum, right? And like, I would Sick. carry the bags or like, if I'd go to Bunnings, I'd carry like a bag of soil for her. And when I say she was the ultimate hype woman. Like, she made me feel like Arnold fucking Schwarzenegger. She's really? like, oh my, like, you, how are you lifting that? And I would walk around like, you know when real muscly guys walk around like their lats are the biggest yeah, things ever yeah. and their arms are so wide? I was walking around like I was the fucking man.
1: Around Bunnings? Around
0: Bunnings. Like even just general, bro. I'd carry like two shopping bags with literally like probably an egg in it. And I would oh, literally dude. act like I was this... Fu- and my mum would be like, how are you lifting that? You're so strong. And then at Bunnings, they... Let you, um, like, sometimes in the shop, if you're, like, elderly or disadvantaged, if you're, like, elderly or can't, like, lift whatever it is, a worker will carry it to the car for you. And my mum was like, you should do that when you're older. Like, you're so good at it. You're so strong. And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to fucking do. I'm going to work at Bunnings. And I'm going to carry shit to the car for people.
1: The fuck? Yeah. That would have been a mad... Job. Yeah. I remember, I uh, like when my grandma used to come in, like with groceries, or my mum or someone. They'd call, "Oh, we need Mister Strong." Yeah, and I'd Mr. do all strong. the bags in one, yeah. and I was like, hey, bro, bro, I'd I get so excited, and they go, "Wow!" And I go, "Yeah, no worries." Yeah,
0: like you act like it's nothing. Yeah, eh? you act like no it's fucking, fucking nothing. worries, oh, babe. So, I'm so got, good. Yeah. So, so that was
1: me, Mister Fucking Bunnings. What was yours? Mine was probably owning like a shop. What kind of shop? Well, me and my sister down at my grandma's beach house used to run a shop out of the bedroom. Yeah. Um there's actually a couple, so it was like always like a shop owner. So one of them was like a clothing sort of like everyday shop. Yeah. and we called it Licorice Lips.
0: Ooh, I like that. But maybe not for a clothing brand, but it's a good name.
1: Yeah, it was just like a general sort of boutique store. And licorice lips licorice lips um was awesome. I loved it. And we'd have like one of those um ticket receipt things. Oh, for fuck's sake. We had one of those ticket receipt things. Yeah. So we'd write, like, little receipts and rip them off and, like, pretend that we were giving them to people. Oh, so
0: was it... Oh, so you just kind of set it up we and you, were, you wouldn't pretends. actually, like, sell it to no, anyone. No, no, So it wasn't, like, a lemonade store yeah, at the front yeah, yeah. or anything.
1: No, but then... Uh, yeah, and we were, like... I was so mad, but I'd go through so many tickets. My grandma was like, what the fuck? Like, where are my fucking tickets, you fucking cunts? And then I, st- I was, like, obsessed with making milkshakes. Wow. So I started my own milkshake stand, and I remember <laughs> one time... Um um it was like a really hot day at the farm and, and I would was you like, sell these or no? I'd sell them to my family yeah, who okay. was at the farm. Okay, yeah. And I just remember being like, milkshake orders. <laughs> And I'd already done one in the morning, and now it was like one o'clock, and I wanted to make more milkshakes. And I was like, "Who wants more milkshakes?" <laughs> and everyone felt really like everyone was like, "Oh, I think I'm full from the milkshakes." And I was like, "Come on, I had all the different flavors." <laughs> and my grandpa was like, "I'll have another milkshake."
0: <laughs> what would you do? How would you make him? With so the just like, milk
1: and the sauce? No, I'd go in with like ice cream. <laughs> oh, you do good. Milk? Yeah, I did a really good job at it. But I'd but they were big milkshakes, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. And then Pa had like a whole another second milkshake, Fuck. and it was like hot in the sun. He was like. I just remember him sitting there, bro, and just feeling so sick. Like, he could barely talk. But I said, like, do you want another one? And he was like, mate, yeah, I think I will have another one. And I go off to make another one. And my grandma was like, stop fucking feeding your grandma. Like, You're going to kill him. Like, he's had so much. So, like, I think milkshake making was a big one. Funnily enough, I could picture you running a
0: store now. And I reckon it would be, tell me if this is accurate. I reckon you could run a lolly shop.
1: Really, like a lolly store, like those TikTok ones where they're like making like the tassies. No, stuff. just like the barrel one, <laughs> just where they sell heaps of lollies.
0: I just really could picture you being real passionate about it. Really, yeah, I don't I think don't know I would why. be very
1: passionate about it. I reckon
0: you would be. Would make just like a snack shop, you know?
1: Can I tell, tell you what snacks. I could see you doing? Yeah. Running a tuck shop at like a local f- oval, like a local... F- <laughs> Cooking the barbecue at the mm-hmm. local footy oval.
0: Yeah, I could see myself doing that too. Like, you kids want some red frogs? Yeah, it's like 12 o'clock. I've already had like 10
1: beers. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. want some red frogs? Like, come on, guys. got some meat pies. <laughs> yum, yum. Eat up. Oh, and then you're fuck. fucking hurling abuse at the, like, the under eight players. Like, come <clears> on, <throat> you fucking faggot. Keep playing. <laughs> That'd be you. Um... Very good, and then when did it develop into something like legitimate, like do you remember like what was like your dream like obviously like you know as a kid, we, you know we have those funny jobs that we want to do, and then what was your first like dream um
0: my first like like legitimate thing where you were like i this is why I'm on this earth oh, I've never kind of ha- I, I'd never really thought this is why I've been on this earth for over a job, to be honest Interesting. um but I always wanted to play rugby professionally. Okay, I always wanted to play footy professionally, even from a young kid. Like, uh, that's always something I wanted to do. Bunnings and then Bunnings. To be and fair, then- if you're playing, well, footy, this was you another thing. With job also. I also wanted to be a garbage a garbo. Oh, I really yeah, want to do the bins. That. And a lot of the yeah. footy players back in the day, because they would work as well. They'd do the garbo runs in the morning and then go to training. And my mum, same thing. Mum would always be like, "Oh, plenty of footy players run the garbos and then go to training." And I was like, "Oh, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to play footy, and then do the fucking." Recycling bins in the fucking mornings. Remember, they used to remember the old yellow recycling bins. They were just a tub; they didn't nah, even have a lid. No, nah. dude, it was literally just a tub. They wouldn't even have a bin. It was like pretty small.
1: Maybe and follow wherever you were from, but over yeah, your silver spoon normal. probably didn't have it, mate.
0: It would have to pick well, up. We had bed. our cleaner do it for us. Yeah, typical. Yeah, you'd pick up the box and throw it in the back. Well, I wouldn't, but the garbos would, and they'd just run up and down the street picking up these fucking crates mm. and tipping it in. Like there was no, there was no like electronics. It was all by hand. So that's what I wanted to do, and then. In high school, I wanted to be a PE teacher. So no longer footy? No, I still wanted to do footy, but like as a backup career, um, PE teaching. And then, yeah, that were kind of all my... But
1: then how did, like, with footy, like, I'm just wondering, like, how did it, like, do do you know what position, like, do you know what it takes to be a footy player when you want to start being a footy player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just what I was doing, just playing, playing in teams
0: getting picked up by people it's just how, what does that how mean? it goes so like you you play our uh, scouts come and watch you you get signed Fuck. with a club you go through in year 12 or year 11 or year 10 whatever it is like in school when you're playing you make your so they have competitions right so CAS was five schools yeah, GPS where you went ones. was five or six schools and then all you get picked in a team for that region your schools yeah. and then you verse each other then you get picked for New South Wales then you get picked for Australia and that kind of avenue is where Yeah. did you, you can...
1: ever get jealous of people that got picked over you like if you were like mates with someone and they're like I got picked up by this and you're like fuck nah, you no because that
0: only really started when we were 16 so when I was 16 I made the that team for our competition CIS and I, CIS and I went over to America so I didn't play so I was on a trip to America, and then the next year when I was seventeen, I um got injured the week before the Wait, team. Wait, you
1: didn't play for the CIS because you went on a holiday? Yeah, I went on a trip to ever America. Ever regret that?
0: Not in under sixteens. No, not at all. Um, and the next year I got injured a week before the teams got um picked the foot. Yeah, and let's so talk about the play, foot. I didn't get to play in that. Um, so yeah, I, I didn't really get jealous because it wasn't like I would missed out. You know,
1: let's talk about the foot. Yeah. Uh, have We haven't gone into detail on your foot before. Yeah. Like really big detail. So you wanted to, you want to be a footy player. Mm. Are you at that point where you're like, I am set, like this is what I'm going to be. Yeah. like, yeah, like yeah, so yeah, you I knew I'm going to be a footy player.
0: Oh, I'm not saying I was going to make, I'm not saying oh, I was so good I'm going to make it, but I'm, that's what I wanted to do. That's what I was willing to pursue. Right. Like yeah, I yeah. was training
1: for it, everything like that. Yeah. So you know you're going to be a footy player and then the foot happens. So just run yep. us through this because you... You nearly lost your leg. Yeah, so
0: I was playing a game, um, felt like my leg was going to snap. So I made like a half break, got tackled from behind, and my foot rolled over itself. Like the front got stuck in the ground, and then I fell over it. And it felt like my leg was going to snap, so I just kind of went to ground with it. And I was like, oh, thank fuck my leg didn't snap. Like that was lucky. Put the ball back, and then my foot just burned. Like really, really burned. And I was like, this is fucking weird. And I couldn't get up. It was the first time I've ever stayed down from an injury, and I was like, fuck, this is bad. Like you can't even stand up. Anyway, I went to hospital. Um, my mouth guard, I chewed through my whole mouth guard because it was a 50-minute drive back to the hospital because we didn't call an ambulance. because you so much pain. Yeah. And, um, Wait, you chewed through a
1: mouth guard? Yeah, and but, why
0: didn't you call an ambulance? Well, we were out in Hornsby and it was just kind of like, we'll just drive to the hospital and get scans, I guess. Like, mm. I don't know. So we get to the hospital
1: and there was a Friday. We played on a Friday. And- so before you keep going, you know what the worst sensation is? What? When you have to chew into a mouth guard full of boiling water, that, like, that oh, hot boiling yeah, water, yeah. rubbery thing. Oh, like my whole it. mouth goes like weird. I didn't about mind it. Okay, it. Yeah, sorry,
0: um, get to the hospital, they do scans on my foot and it's not broken or anything. So the general doctor can't really pick up what's happened because on the on the X ray and MRI, it's, it's like your ligaments and your bones have like split, but there's no actual breaks in it. But they've so if your bones are all in place, they've literally spread apart. Like put your fingers like together. Exploded. And then spread them heaps wide. So that's pretty much what happened, right? Yeah, they just like explode yes, out like shrapnel. Yeah. So they didn't really notice it unless you're like a proper surgeon so the doctor just sent me home with fucking pentadol and i was in excruciating pain for like three days fuck, you
1: just have the worst oh, i know
0: i know and then i luckily got into a surgeon monday and he's like oh holy fuck you're, you're pretty fucked yeah um and explained what happened so then i was out for a year it's the longest rehab of any injury you can do so i was out for one year came back all good like still had my my goal to play Um, Then that was that year that I spoke about last Thursday when I really didn't like it, Yeah, when I really didn't enjoy playing. I came back midway through the year, but like I said, I just wanted to stick it out. I was on like a contract. It wasn't like a big thing, but I was on like a contract with this team. I felt like I owed them things. So I sticked it out and then yum, was like, okay, thank fuck that's over. And then had the opportunity to go and play in a tournament overseas with um, people I knew. So I was like, okay, this will be fun. So I fell in love with the game again. I started properly training, got like really fit again, playing how I wanted to be playing. And went over to this tournament and bro, it was the fucking funnest thing ever. Um, And then on the flight home, it just blew up again, my foot. So I went back to the surgeon. He's like, oh, you got arthritis and you fucked it again pretty much. So I did another surgery, had another year recovery. So now you've had two years of recovery of this foot. yeah. Yeah. And then um, that took me to, by the time I could start running and stuff again, it was the preseason for a year later. And that's when that whole America thing happened. So I flew back from America and then like I was going to training, dude, on like this medication that would make you pretty much just sleep. And I was having it three times a day, morning, lunch and night. So I'd turn up to training, like we'd be stretching in a circle and I'd kind of be like nodding off. like
1: No way. Yeah, it was
0: really bad. And I just wasn't in a good headspace. I really wasn't in a good headspace. Like footy, career, all of that was all of a sudden down the drain you know what I mean you know yeah. when people say it kind of puts things into perspective it meant nothing to me all I wanted to do was get healthy in my mind yeah. again so I just stopped playing <laughs> I was like, I can't do this um stop playing and then I just never really got back into it to be honest
1: yeah, yeah wow so that was it anyway now you're doing a shit podcast yeah
0: but everything happens for a reason you know
1: yeah exactly wow that's so interesting yeah no nah, um
0: but yeah that was the dream whether or not it would have happened who knows
1: And now what's the dream? I love doing this.
0: Yeah? Yeah. I love doing this. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if that was like, like when I said, when you're like, what was your dream job? You wanted to do footy. I'm not sure if I'm not saying I would have done it. You know what I mean? I'm never going to say what ability I thought I was. Like you, you'd have to speak to other people. You know what I mean? I'm never going to say how I thought I was. I don't like to talk about that, but if it happened, it would have happened. Who knows?
1: He's being modest. He just doesn't want to seem like he was good.
0: Well, I don't know. It's not me to judge. It's up to other people to judge. Oh. And you, when did comedy come into it?
1: Um, I remember when I was like eight or nine and I really wanted to do like um, like drama. It was just like always my thing, like drama, drama, drama. And I remember like when I was like in year six and it was like the school play and I like got one of the lead roles and yeah. I was like, oh, What was the role?
0: What, like what play was it?
1: Literally like student four. It was a play about five students that travel back through time, and each year group was a different like. Yeah theme. right. Yeah yeah yeah. Fuck God. Speaking about it now is actually such a problematic play. It's actually quite funny. It was like one one um one like the kindergarten group like they were dressed up as like old ancient like Chinese uh, people, and then like. Yeah. Number two was they were dressed up as like an African tribe, like it was like, all, and I was like, "Fucking hell!" Like, Shit, I thinking back to now. it, it's so funny, it's so hilarious now. Um, no, but it was wholesome. Like that's the thing. Like, it was really wholesome. Yeah. Like, um, and I just remember like performing, and I was like, and I remember actually what happened was, um, it was just like normal lines. I remember I did my lines normally and everything, and then like right before I went on stage, I was like oh my character's a nerd like I'm gonna give him a massive lisp and a super nerdy (laughs) voice and like no one knew this was gonna happen and then I got on stage and I started speaking like myth, (laughs) and like everyone was like what the fuck and and the crowd was loving it and like everyone on stage was like cracking up and I was like I just like stole the show basically and then the person was like fucking hell I wasn't expecting you to do that I was like yeah what the hell why was I doing that and then from there I was like oh I know that I want to 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 perform. performing and yeah. and and all that sort of stuff and then i know this sounds like really um i don't know what the word is but like this just sounds delusional i guess but since probably year eight like i've always known that i was gonna do it you know like there wasn't a world where i wasn't performing or anything creative like that was it yeah it was 100 yeah, yeah, percent yeah. it, and i didn't know when it was gonna happen but like i knew
0: when did you did you know it was gonna be comedy though
1: I always, I always wanted acting. I think, yeah. But then, like you know, l- researching more into what acting was like it just sounds so boring. Like thirteen hours a day, like in a trailer. Then you come on, do your scene for like an hour. Yeah. Just a lot of waiting around, not very glamorous. Like, and plus, you don't have much creative control. You know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, I've yeah. always found it like you know, if I. Like, f- for me now, recently, like, I think, like, directing and writing is something that I'm really interested in. Like, if I was acting in a movie, I wouldn't feel as proud of it as if I'd written it and directed it. Like, because then it's, like, your movie, you know? Yeah, whereas, yeah, yeah. oh you just acted. Not that you just acted in it, but, like, you know. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, comedy came in later. I remember year 12, I did this, like, stand-up comedy competition. Yeah. If you Google Will Gibbs stand-up class clowns on YouTube... Um, come up? my stand-up comes up. It was the first ever time I did. It was the first ever stand ups that I ever wrote. Wow. I was in high school. Um, and it's me performing it at the Melbourne Town Hall in the national final. So wow. you can Google that. Okay, Will Gibb Class Clowns. Um, which is hilarious. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then I just, um, I just always knew. And it sounds so dumb. It sounds so silly, but it was always going to be that world. Like it was always going to be creative. It was always going to be like something writing making people laugh like i've just always had that knack i've always been able to do it and um yeah it was it just happened which was very lucky i got very lucky you are a funny cunt let's be real yeah thanks and Um, what about
0: now so obviously you're doing that but like you've got bigger aspirations
1: not bigger like i still want to tour like i love doing stand-up i love doing shows like i want to keep doing stand-up shows but then yeah i'm just like obsessed with movies as everyone already knows and i just really want to like write and direct so like i've got Two short films that I've written now that I'm going to uh, direct uh, within the next year. Like, well, one this year and one next year. And then a feature that I'm currently writing, which is really exciting. So in some later episodes, I'll explain, like, all the detail on that. It'll be fun to talk about. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I feel like that was it uh, for me. Like, I just always knew. And, like, it was just, like, that. it had to be that.
0: Because yeah, otherwise, no. I
1: genuinely don't know. Like, there's not a world yeah. in which that I... I can think about, but what I do want to speak about now, um, obviously, you know, I didn't go straight from school yes. into fucking, yes, um, yes, yes. into comedy. performing and comedy. I had to work some jobs because, yes. you know, you're out, you know, I'm, you got to live, you got to support yourself. I worked so many jobs, so many jobs. At least some off the top of your head. These are all the jobs I've worked. Okay. I know all of them. So as soon as I get out of school, my mum books me in to become a, uh, caterer. So I started catering. Yep. Uh, then after catering, I got a job uh, with my old school at Scott's working. So at-
0: when you were a caterer, that give you a bit of a taste of your own medicine, like for what your cleaner went through growing up with, with all this fucking people you had working at your house. Do you know what a caterer is? Yeah. You walk around with food, offering it to yeah. people, your servants to people, yeah. like the people you used to have at your house. Oh. So did that make you feel like, oh,
1: wow. I really was privileged with a silver spoon growing up. No, I didn't have servants in my fucking house. If my grandparents would have a party, sure, there'd be some caterers there. All right, mate. All right. Well, anyway. All right, buddy. I was a caterer, um, and uh, I remember there was some piece of shit people (laughs) that I served, and one person in particular was the biggest fucking dickhead ever, Scott Eastwood. So he is a big... A-list Hollywood actor, he was one of the worst pieces of shit people. Related to Clint? I've ever met. Yeah, his son. Oh, wow. Clint's a sick cunt. Scott Eastwood was a fucking dickhead. The worst bloke I've ever met. He said some of the shittest things what, I've is ever met. real heard. arrogant or like? um Just really like, just awful. Yeah, just fucking right. awful. Like, like, yeah, some of the things he said, I was like, wow, okay. But what?
0: Like, what would he say?
1: One of them, he was like, yeah, these Aussie girls, you can just kind of treat them like shit and they just love you for Oh, it. so you're just like a pig. Yeah. yeah and okay. then um, I was like trying to surf food and he was like, um, get the fuck out of here with that shit, bro. Like all that sort really? of stuff. Really? Yeah, <laughs> what the sucked. fuck? He sucked. He sucked. <laughs> um, Looking back in moments now, how old were you then? 18.
0: Do you ever look back at moments when people were like that to you now? Because I do. Where, like when I was younger. And you just think, mate, if some cunt said that to me now while I was just fucking doing my job... I know. You know what I mean? Like, I would have thrown the fucking tray of food at him. Now I would. But back then, I'm the same. I, you just kind of cop it. But now I'm yeah. like, bro, I would never let someone fucking
1: treat me like that doing my fucking job. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. Like, there was some, like, um, yeah, it was just a very fucking, he was a very fucking bizarre guy. Uh, and then, like, I worked at a bottle shop. Oh,
0: I remember that one.
1: I worked at a bottle shop in Double Bay. And I remember... um just leaving one shift and never coming back. I remember I like got given a lunch break and the guy got angry at me because I took too long of a lunch break and I got back and he was like, like, you know, blah, 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 kind of roasted me. And I was, Oh no, this is so funny actually. So there was this guy that worked at the bottle shop and his name was, um, Oh fuck. I can't remember his fucking name. Leonel. His name was Leonel and everyone hated Leonel because he was the grumpiest fucking dick of a person ever. He was such a g- mean, grumpy, middle-aged man. And he had like spiky, like tipped hair. Like oh, he was so Oh, that's weird.
0: a sign of a cunt. <coughs> and was, was it a- Was it dyed?
1: Yeah. And he was a oh. coin collector. Yeah, there you go. So Lionel was a fuckhead. And I remember I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be standard Will. I'm going to try and make friends with Lionel. So I was 19, 20 at this point. Yeah. So Lionel and I start hitting it off. And I was like, I knew it because my other manager was Josh and he was this gay guy. He was a sick cunt. And then I also worked with my mate Ed from school. So we all hate Leonel. I was like, fuck, Li- I like Lionel. Like this yeah. guy's a mad cunt. And for like three shifts, we were like really broing on. I was like, this is so mad. Next day I come in, it's Josh instead of Leonel. And he goes, hey, dude, like, have you been speaking with Lionel? And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, okay, look at this text he just sent me. And Lionel sends Josh this giant text being like, can you tell that fucking Will kid to stop fucking talking to me at work? He's so fucking annoying. No like, way. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he needs to fucking put his head down and work. He's got no attitude, like no work ethic. He's so bad, all these awful oh things. I was like, God. fuck. I thought I was cracking the egg here. Not at all. Like I was, I got fucking ripped apart by Leonel. Sorry, I'm
0: taking my shoe off.
1: Oh, nice. It's my feet might smell a bit, but
0: I've got real bad pins and needles. Go on.
1: The second they smell, you put in the shoe back. No, it's,
0: my my foot's really sore. I don't care. No, it's my foot's really really sore. Okay,
1: so I'm just gonna leave it off for a bit. Yeah, the second they start to smell, they're going back on. No,
0: but my foot is aching. I don't give a fuck.
1: Do well, you not I hear do. what I'm saying?
0: I fucking care. Because it's really sore. Oh, You go, sorry. oh, tell us about your foot earlier. Tell us about your foot. And I'm telling you right now, it is fucking really aching. So I will leave my shoe off for a little bit. Go on about your fucking mate, Leonel. No wonder I called you annoying cunt.
1: Regardless. Uh, then I le- I remember just walking out of the shift one day. I just left. I went, I'm not working here anymore. And I just left. And the manager Fair. called me. Hey, man, are you like, where are you? I was like, I've gone home. I'm not working <laughs> here anymore. <laughs> that feel good? Yeah, it felt great. That's and, hectic. And then I started doing... I became a delivery driver uh, with uh, like a food delivery company. And I'd drive a van around. This was the worst job I've ever had in my life. Really? This gave me the most anxiety I've ever had in a job. So you'd get in the car. You'd have a, an iPad in there that would like link you around, like tell you where to go. And then you had all of the um, like or, the order in which you need to go to It was almost place. like
0: a HelloFresh type... <laughs> scenario where you yeah. pre-order fresh vegetables yeah. and everything, yeah.
1: So I would like there was an order, like you put it inside, so i go okay, order one, I input the address, bang off I go, then order two, input the address, off I go you'd always get scared because each box was aligned with, like, what it was so if I accidentally put in the third address second, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's now not gotten the right delivery yeah, because based on the way it. the box is built and all that stuff. So anyway, Fun times, it was so stressful, this big van, and I'd be driving around these narrow streets. You'd never want the inner west. That was the worst one to get, because inner west is built like a fucking serpent in the way that those roads work. All yeah. white, shitty one-way streets, all narrow. If you got the inner west, you were fucked. like that. I remember it got to the point when I started to quit. There were two things I started to do. What you'd have to do is grab your box... Find. Firstly, you park your van, find a fucking place, um, head out, knock on the door. Hi, how are you? Oh, can you come up to level six? Sure thing. Walk up to level six, give it to them. Right. Yeah, That's right. what you'd have to do. Then I started to get fucking pissed and over it. So what I would start to do is park in a no stopping. Sometimes I would just hit the hazards in the middle of the road. Cars backed up behind me beeping. One second... <laughs> And I would just get there, and I would literally just be like, I would um, just hurl it like like I like so, no 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 not not throw it like place it at the front door and be like your orders here, come get it. You know they'd have to walk down yeah, and get yeah, it. Yeah. least you can oh, fucking
0: do. Oh right, so you would leave it at like the apartment
1: door door. I wouldn't not their buzz
0: personal door. No, yeah I'd be right. Like,
1: Bang, fuck you. Go down and get pick it up. least you can fucking do right. Yeah. Then it got so bad to the point where we would like barely stop. I'd have I'd bring a mate, he'd stand in the back of the van. I we'd do drive-bys, we'd just throw the fucking <laughs> we'd just throw the package of food like out the van while it was moving, just oh, on the footpath. Fuck. It was like and it would just shatter and like all oh, this. It was so funny, bro. So then I quit that job. Then I oh my god, bro. Then I started teaching at school. Fucking hell. Yeah, then I became... I would go into schools and teach study skills seminars. So how to study. Yeah. And this was right when I took off on TikTok. Oh, everyone would have recognised me. So people started to recognise me. uh, And I would go in and I'd be like, who's ready to study? And they'd be like, I've seen you on TikTok. I'm like, fucking hell. That was hilarious. One time I a kid like, oh, bro, I got some ratty kids, eh? Yeah. The best ones were one time I had to drive four hours to a school like so far west, like insane. Like, and... None of the kids spoke English. It was a, um Arabic school. Yeah, right. None of the kids spoke a lick of English. Um, and I was like presenting and they would sit there and just look so stunned. Why the fuck would they Bro, get you to do it? Six hours presenting in one room, no breaks. Um, and I had to just, I don't know. It was crazy. And I was trying to get them to work, fill out the foot. They just couldn't like it was fuck. What a
0: nightmare.
1: Yeah, one shit called me a fucking rat cunt for looking at her in the eyes. Wow. Fuck you looking at me for your fucking rat cunt. Wow. Yeah. That anyway. was obviously at another school. Yeah. Because you didn't speak English. Uh that was it. Those were my jobs. No. There's
0: one you forgot. You did Jimmy Brings
1: Delivery driving oh, yeah. for a little bit. Yeah, that was, I literally, I reckon I did like 10 shifts that. was that. pretty fun. I did, I used you just sign up you. and YOLO it, and that was yeah. so fun. You'd make so much money. Yeah, I used to come around with you.
0: Um, fucking hell, you've got a resume, don't you?
1: Yep. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and guess what? I hated all those jobs. Do- I, I was so bad at every, I got fired from every job. Other Oh, and I also worked at a theater as a bartender. Hated it? And they made me go in. Oh, bruh. They made. Wait, didn't you work at a retirement home? No, I tried to get a job uh. there at a, at a bar. I worked as a bartender at a theater, and I remember one time um, that I went in for my interview in chino shorts. Yeah. In the middle of the city, this theater was, and the fat fuck that fucking ran it goes to me. Um, oh, hey, sorry, just uh, we're gonna need you to come back in just so we- and you can um, in pants. I was like, fucking hell.
0: I was you like, whatever. You home?
1: No, another day. I was like, fucking hell, whatever. It was such an easy gig. I wanted it. So I trek all the way into the city. It takes however long, 45 minutes on a train. I walk in there. I get to the office. And he just, the cunt, just pops his head out of his office, looks me up and down, sees him in pants, goes, yep, all right, mate, all good. See you later. What, you got the job? Yeah. He didn't talk to me. He didn't he's sorry, me interview you. Yep, all good, mate. All right, see you later. After this, he just needed to see that I owned pants. No shit, I own pants. Or I
0: could go fucking buy some if you really needed me to.
1: And I'll never forget, like leaving that job. I remember that was a fun job. Actually, that was a good job.
0: Effort to get to work every day,
1: and you'd only work two-hour shifts. What three-hour shifts?
0: No, that's illegal. Doesn't have to be minimum four.
1: No, it wasn't four. Um, and I remember. I accidentally charged a lady instead of $150 for all her food, I charged her $1,500 for <laughs> her food. And that was a whole thing. And then the manager just started sorting it, and I just w- again walked away, walked to the back, and was just like How so long did over. you last in that job? I reckon I worked like 12 to 15 shifts. And by the end, I said to the guy, I was like, I really didn't appreciate how you made me go all the way back in just to show that I had pants. Obviously, I own pants. I quit. Wow, you really fucking let that one boil over, didn't you? Oh, bro, I never let shit like that slide. (laughs) Anyway, that's my resume done. Mad,
0: mad, mad, mad. How old were you when you had your first job? Straight after school? Do you ever work in school? No. Yeah, you
1: Straight, like, January from... Mum gave me November, December after graduating for, like, fun, and then, bang, January working. What about you? What about your resume? I'm the same. So, I never
0: worked in school, but... So, during school, I had a... Probably about midway through the year, I had a, um... Some bloke be like, hey, I've got an electrician apprenticeship, like, to the school. And the school were like, oh, I think Pat would be good, like, should probably do that. So I was like, yeah, fucking oath. I'll be an electrician. Like, this is mad. You know what I mean? Tell my parents i got a job lined up. Who gives a fuck about the HSC? Like, I'm chilling, you know?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So school finishes. I worked three weeks pretty much straight after school to save up for my uh, schoolies trip to Thailand. So I, I, I was bawling over in Thailand, you know? Like, some of the boys, like had some money from their parents and that, or had worked during school, but I just worked like big three weeks. I think I had like three grand for those three weeks or something. As a 17 year old in Thailand, I was like, fucking how good is this? Right. And then I come back and I go straight into the job, straight into it. And I lasted about six months as an electrician. I was working with two really good friends. Like one, I met at the job and he was a legend, we got along really well and he was kind of like my boss in a way, like he was the one teaching me because he was fully qualified and then the other one I went to school with but he was a year older and I'd played rugby with him during school so we, we were fucking good mates and I hated it so fucking much, like holy shit, it was the most awful thing ever. And I was like, if I'm not liking it, working with two good friends, like I'm never going to like this. TAFE was fucked. All right, I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're Albert Einstein. The maths in an electrician apprenticeship was so hard. What do you mean? It's the hardest equations ever. 15 times. No, 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 bro. Shit you didn't even learn in school. Two times 10 plus five? Yes. Nah, shit you didn't even learn in school, right? And um, one, time, one thing that really tipped me off was you have these things called like an I don't know, like a meter that reads electricity. Anyway, we did an exam and I Which failed five
1: plus ten it was.
0: I failed and I had all my answers were exactly half the reading exactly half of what it should have been. And then like a week later, the teacher was using a demonstration and he pulled out one of these things. He was like, oh, that's weird. It's giving me half what it should be. And I was like, oh, can cunt. That's the one I would have had for my fucking exam. And he's like, well, we can't prove it. I was like, are you fucking serious? Every single one of my answers was yeah, half. Yeah. And you've just admitted we've got a dodgy one of these readers in the room. Go fuck yourself. He was a nice guy. And then we had like a, a teacher who would help us. She was lovely. She was like... Almost like a learning support teacher in the class. So what you I would, so would have needed. Oh, like. dude. do. So what I did, I would always. Everyone would finish the exam and leave, and I would always make. I'd fucking tell her sob stories, brah. I would tell her like, oh, I really need to pass this, or this isn't going to like something's writing on it, you know. I'd I'd tell her these fucking sob stories, and she'd pretty much give me the answers. Fucking legend, and then I was still like, nah, fuck this, this sucks. So I quit. Probably eight months. And that's when I went into that airport job that I was saying I, I really wanted yes, to do. Yes, yeah. So that was
1: baggage handling at,
0: at the fucking airport. That scared airport. me.
1: Why? Because you basically told me how easy it would be to bring a bomb on a plane.
0: Yeah, so, so not in the baggage handling. That would have been hard. But that was like heaps of the boys were doing it. Everyone there is just fucking larrikins. You'll never meet a more diverse crew of people. Then at the airport, like no matter what age they are, there's all fucking ages. They've all got these extreme life stories. Like some have lived these like extravagant lives and they're just doing it for a bit of extra money. Some have worked there their whole lives and they just love it. they like, it's just, they're just characters. And, um, <laughs> dude, I remember one time this old cunt, bro, he's for like 70, walks into the break room and we're all just sitting there chilling. And he's like, oh boys, I'm done my shift. And he pulls out this liquid and he drops it in his eyes. And he goes, I'm off to the brothel. And we're like, what the fuck did you just put in your eyes? He goes, oh, I liquid Viagra, boys. You'll never have anything like it. Bro, the cunt's got two kids and a fucking wife at home. Really? And he just used to put, bro, at the end of every shift, he would drop fucking Viagra in his eyes and just go, root. At the fan, It was just like, just cunts like that, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but they're yeah. such interesting characters. Like, they're all lovely, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, that's fucked, You like, cheating and stuff. But to me, and then to the boys, they were all really nice guys. And then there was this other guy who, everyone said he invented the scanner. So there was a thing where you'd scan the bag, and then you'd scan, like, the container you are putting yeah. it in. And that would tell you if it's in the right spot. And everyone was like, he's... He's so rich, but he just loves working at the airport. That's why he's here. Anyway, it turns out two years later, he got done in like the biggest airport drug bust. Oh <laughs> so he, he got fucking done. And then, so I did baggage and then I had to have another surgery on my foot. So I stopped that.
1: But wait, can you tell me why it's so easy to bring a bomb on a plane?
0: No, this is up to my next job. Oh, right. So then I went into um, freighter and cargo. Now, this was the best job I've ever had. Yeah. This yeah. was fucking. So what it was, it was called T-Zero. And I was at like, so that's where all the baggage is at the main side of the airport where you check in and all that, we're just underneath you. This one is on the other side of the airport in its own little thing. It's just a little fence, like an outdoor fence. It's a little outdoor area. And that was your area. There was no one else close to you. Like that's where they'd park the planes to like that are getting fixed. Like It was just a dead spot of the airport. And what you do is you drive, which is like a 10 minute drive to that side of the airport. You'd unload... People would be unloading the planes with all freighter and cargo. So, you know, if you ordered a pair of shoes, that would stack them all up and it'd be these, these huge things. Like They'd weigh like three tons. And then um, you'd pick it up from the plane, you'd drive it back to our little spot, you'd load it up onto this machine, and then you'd load it on the truck, strap the truck down, the truck would drive off, right? Bro, you'd work from eight o'clock at night, you'd all meet in the car park, and all the boys had moved. So there'd be about five or six people on shift. Four of them were like... My best mates, like part of BFTA, who I've got tattooed on me. And then the other two were all blokes we got along with really well, who we met there, like just fucking legends. And (laughs) once a truck would leave, it would take about 45 minutes to get back because it'd have to go get it unloaded and, and come back. So And there were only two trucks at a time. So you could send one truck off and then send the other truck and you would sit in this van so you'd meet it. Sorry, you'd meet at the car park in the beginning. Then you'd all get in this van, like a camper van, and drive into your little work spot. And then you just sit in his van for 45 minutes and do fuck all until the truck came back. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was the funnest fucking thing ever. We used to bring cricket stumps and cricket bats because no one else was around, bro. We'd yeah. play fucking cricket. We used to take the machine like as high as it could go. We'd go like 20 meters in the air. We'd say you can like piss into the bottle from the top of it. Like just no way. Like, so extravagant at Sydney fucking airport. And then... Um, extravagant. That's not the word, is it? Extreme. Anyway, then I became manager. What? Which was like, the, bro, I was what? like, this is fucking unbelievable. So it'd be yeah. me and literally just the boys, like yeah. best mates. And so I would go to the office early, pick up the, the van, drive to the airport, meet all the boys in the car park, we'd all get in the van. Yes, what's doing boys? <laughs> and we'd drive in like cruising. And it was that good. And you'd work, sometimes you'd work for two hours. Sometimes you'd be done by 10. Sometimes you'd be done by like one or two, but it was still sweet because you're with everyone. And it's a good fucking laugh. so fun. But the thing was, bro... When you drive that van in, they do a security check, obviously, and you'd literally get out, you'd show your security guard, and they would just put a flashlight like that. Just for, run it through the van briefly. They wouldn't check any of the drawers. They wouldn't check under the seats. They wouldn't even step into the van. Yeah. So you could have had anything in there and then just driven to a plane, had someone wow. who was loading the plane, give them that, and they could have put it on the plane. Um. So that, was, so that was the funnest part, bro. That was the funnest job I've had. That was just like... Just chilling, bro. You'd just be laying in the van. It was like a camp event too. So you could lay down and you'd just be talking shit with all your mates. See,
1: that's what scares me about flying now is that you couldn't get a job at the you have control over plane security. Like yeah, but what have I done caliber. wrong?
0: i like I've had they do police
1: checks and stuff. No, I know, but to it's get just into like the you... airport
0: they do proper checks. Like to have your security card, you get proper police checked and everything. No, like I know,
1: that. I know, but still it's so funny, I reckon. Um
0: so yeah, that that came to an end because I Pretty. I don't know if I told this. Where you, sometimes when it'd rain, you'd get on that machine and you'd have to physically push this three ton thing, like help it along onto wow. the truck because it was so yeah. wet. And I was like, "Bro, we need a new machine." Like this, is, I'm standing like five meters off the ground. If I fall, like I'm dead. If this thing falls on me, I'm dead. Like I'm not fucking doing this for fucking yeah. thirty five bucks an hour. I go fuck yourself. And he ignored me for two weeks. Um, so then I emailed his boss cause I knew that would piss him off and I CC'd him in the email nice. and I was like, Hey mate, I've emailed this bloke for two weeks straight now. He still hasn't got back to me. It's so dangerous. And he called me straight away. He's like, why the fuck would you do that? How dare you go above me? And I was like, mate, who the fuck do you think you are? Like you didn't give oh. a fuck about me. Um, and then I called him sick two Saturdays in a row and he told me to get fucked. He was obviously looking for a way to get mm. like, um, get me out of there why you you just didn't like it anymore yeah well i had two two week, two saturday nights in a row and i was manager and i had two birthdays and i was like fuck that i'm going out um and then i moved into before and after school care which was so fun that was really really cool and then yeah the job now producing podcasts and, and editing podcasts and stuff wow yeah. yeah, it's so bizarre. Yeah, it's, so I love
1: all the journeys. eh? like, there's yeah. such weird little fucking like half jobs. Like, oh, it's a best bro. Before and so after funny. school
0: care was so fun. Clean up any shit. No, 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 not at all. You'd serve them a bit of food and you just play. I used to play soccer and touch footy and shit with them. No, it's mad. Push a few buttons. Like, there was some who you'd, like, push, yeah. you know, get them a bit angry and they would fucking get furious. Yeah, and you're like, slow down, tiger. Yeah, just you'd have a good laugh. And they'd do the same to you. Like, that'd piss you off. It was just funny. Like, kids have actually a really good sense of humour, you know? Yeah.
1: Alrighty. Uh, time for a weekend recommendation. So, something that you should do on the weekend. Um... I've done Spice Alley. You've I've done, done Spice Alley, yep. You know what mine is? What? I'm saying go for a swim at the beach. Yeah, the weather's nice. just starting to clear up a little bit in the sense that, like, it's it's cold, but it's so satisfying, bruh. Go to the beach. If you're near a beach, go to the beach. If you're not near a beach, go to the pool. But like, it's the perfect level of cold where you're going to feel so good about yourself after you swim. That's yeah, my I'm going to go similar along those lines of
0: wake up. I'm not going to do this personally, but I'm <laughs> going to tell you to do it because it feels great. But I just know I'm not going to do it. Wake up early. doesn't have to be for sunrise. That's pushing the luck. But wake up like 7 o'clock. If you're near a beach again, go down there. If you go to your local cafe... Grab a coffee if you drink coffee. I'm a hot chocolate guy. Wow. Grab a hot chocolate and just sit by a nice view, like whether that's the water, whether that's the countryside, like whatever. And just sit there and you feel so good for waking up early and it makes your day seem so much more productive and you get so much more stuff done. And go for a game of golf if you enjoy <laughs> golf. I play okay. golf every
1: Saturday. Nice. It's mad. And uh, movie recco. <sighs> This one's tough. I'm going to do a TV show record. I watched it a while ago, but I'll speak to my, I know, but I'll speak to my grandparents. It's called Bodyguard. Ooh. British. Is that a movie? No, nah, the Bodyguard. It's British. It's got R- Madsen, Richard Madsen or someone in it. It's really good. It's fucking scary as fuck. Like it's intense. like Bodyguard.
0: Okay. I'm going to go
1: Night Agent.
0: A lot of people actually recommended that to me when I I put up a story a few months ago, and I was like, what's a good TV show? And Night Agent fucking slaps. It's like this conspiracy action, like drama, thriller. It's fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, should we give an artist recommendation, Will? Okay, sure. Of the name of Will. Artist
1: recommendation. Oh, yeah.
0: So on behalf of both of us, I think we can agree this is for a good laugh. Yeah, these are funny. So his name is Wheeler Walker Jr. Oh, fuck. And when I say his songs are the most extreme and just like, oh my God, I can't believe he just said that. Yeah. It's so fucking funny. I'm going to go, what's one of your song you're going to recommend? Anal
1: in about? the Dishes.
0: Anal in the Dishes. I'm going to go Family Tree. Yeah, okay. They're so fucking extreme. They're the extreme. most like, awfully fucked things you've ever seen. But they Like he's actually a good singer. The 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 beats good. Like I quite enjoy the songs. I'm not gonna lie. (sighs) Uh, Yeah, yeah, just go listen to him. Wheeler Walker Junior. It's fucked up. All right, thanks guys. See you next week, guys.